Welcome to Setting Captives Free podcast. Jesus said, if the Son sets you free, you will be free indeed. But many people wonder, how can I be free from things I've struggled with all my life? Anger, impurity, anxiety, depression, fear, gluttony, and so on. Well, today, Eric Hurt and Mike Cleveland study a passage of Scripture that will help you enjoy the freedom that Jesus died to give you. Okay, hello everyone. This is Mike Cleveland, and I'm with my brother, Eric Hurt. Good morning, Eric. So good to be with you today, brother. Uh, yes, it is a good morning, brother. Every time we uh, have an opportunity to do these podcasts together, it's, it's really a good morning, isn't it? It's always a good morning. I'm excited to look into God's Word with you. Let's get started. We're looking today at 2 Kings chapter 6. And remember, this is a series we've done looking at three stories. The previous two podcasts focused on the previous two stories, one from 2 Kings 4, one from 2 Kings 5, and now we're doing 2 Kings 6. And we're trying to make some sense of these stories, Eric. We're trying to see the main story of the Bible within these small stories. And uh, so today uh, we're going to read another story and hopefully draw out of it some practical application as well as some gospel transformation as we look at the uh, the power of the cross together. So, uh, brother, let's just read this. I'll read through it uh, kind of quickly here. It's just seven verses, and uh, then we can talk about it. So it says, The company of the prophets said to Elisha, Look, the place where we meet with you is too small for us. Let's go to the Jordan, where each of us can get a pole, and let's build a place there for us to meet. And he said, Go. Then one of them said, Won't you please come with your servants? I will, Elisha replied, and he went with them. They went to the Jordan and began to cut down trees. As one of them was cutting down a tree, the iron axe head fell into the water. Oh, no, my lord, he cried. It was borrowed. The man of God asked, well, where did it fall? And when he showed him the place, Elisha cut a stick and threw it there and made the iron float. Lift it out, he said. Then the man reached out his hand and took it. Uh, Eric, just your initial thoughts as we read this story together. Uh, just incredible, Mike. Um, I, I love this story. Uh, I, it's, they had an issue. Uh, they had to go down and cut down trees and the borrowed axe head, uh, you know, when you borrow something from somebody and you lose it, and, uh, it seems like as it, as it was lost, uh, as it fell in the water, uh, you know, that's, you feel responsible for that. And there just seemed like uh, the thing was lost. And, um, you know, this, this story parallels another story, doesn't it, Mike? It does indeed. Yeah, I think your point is is important that it was borrowed and you feel... You feel worse when it's borrowed. If it were just your accent, well, get another one. But, you know, I borrowed it from a guy who was kind enough to lend it to me. And here I went and lost the thing. And uh, so he feels bad. The axe head is sunk into the, uh, is this a river? Is this a, a lake? What is this here? It's just in the water. Is the, I guess it's the Jordan, isn't it? Jordan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It fell in the Jordan. And, and by all rights, it was gone. Uh, when, <laughs> you know, uh, these days, you know, we get boats and we get, sonars and whatever we have and scuba divers and go down to try to find items that are nearly impossible to find so by all rights this iron axe head that was borrowed was was gone 
uh, yes. fell into the deep darkness of the waters uh, in the muddy Jordan. Yes. And uh, there's no way, uh, basically, there was no way that they were gonna, going to be able to retrieve it. Uh, that's yeah. why he cry, cried out. It was borrowed. Oh, no, my Lord. Help, help. Uh, you know, it was borrowed. Like you said, Mike, if it was ours, you know, hey, whatever. If I can't find it, that's okay. I'll go get another one. But the responsibility of having borrowed something from someone else, uh, you know, you just, he felt horrible, obviously. <laughs> yeah, he wanted to return it to its rightful owner. Uh, but here it was sunk and lost. And, you know, one of the things that we can get from this is, you know, God is concerned about things we lose. I mean, sometimes I've lost my keys and he's helped me to find them. Some, you know, we lose things and God is able and he has ways and resources to help us find them as he did here. But Eric, it's interesting if you look at this, that Elisha cut a stick and threw it there. And you think, what in the world? Um, far as I know, a stick is not a magnet. Um, it doesn't make an iron axe head float up to the top. It's a piece of wood. It's, it's from a tree that was cut down. Something was cut down this tree. And, and he took this thing that was cut down and made a stick out of it and threw it right into the place where it was sunk and lost. And uh, somehow this stick, this tree, found that which was sunk and lost and raised it up to the surface. Um, Eric, we're beginning to get a picture now of why, first of all, this story is in the Bible, and second of all, why he used a stick. And so what are your thoughts about that? <laughs> well, this is an absolute miracle, isn't it, brother? Yes. And, uh, you know, this is, uh, you know, just exactly uh, what Jesus said would happen uh, when he would be lifted up, he would draw all men to himself. He is the magnet. The cross is the magnet. And so that's what we see here. Uh, we see that this stick uh, allowed that which was in deep darkness and the muddied of the waters uh, to be floating to the top out of that depth, out of that muddy water, out of the darkness. And, and, and it reminds me of Peter walking on the water, that which was sunk deep uh, in sin is now walking on the water, brother, because of the stick. And, uh, you know, they're, they're on top of the water together now, you know, and as long as that stick was there, uh, that was the only hope uh, for this miracle to happen. I like how you brought that passage. I believe it's John chapter 12, verses 30 to 32, if I remember yes. right. But uh, it, where Jesus said, and I, when I'm lifted up, will draw all people to myself. Um, because if you look at, and he, and he said that to tell them the way in which he was going to die, he'd be lifted up on a cross. Yeah. But if you look at a cross, Eric, it has no drawing influence. Mm -hmm. uh, it, it's, it's repulsive. It's repugnant. It, it makes you with, uh, shrink back in horror. I mean, look at that man. He is, he's been beaten. He's bloody. He's crying out. He can't hardly breathe. Uh, he keeps pushing himself up on his his feet keep pushing himself up so he can just gasp for air, get a breath. And he's, he's absolutely repulsive to our natural self. And so think about this and tell me your thoughts. When he said, when I'm lifted up on the cross, I will draw all people to me. How does a cross draw people to, to Jesus? 
Well, it's just amazing to think, like you said, in this John 12 passage that he would say such a thing, because by all rights, he should have been pushed off a cliff as they attempted to do or, or had been stoned. And mm. so this drawing power is that he is pulling by his incredible grace and incredible love. He is mm. drawing sin out of us, mm. drawing us up out of our sin and darkness. Like you said, brother. It doesn't make sense to throw a stick in the water that an axe, an iron axe head would float. And that was the point. It doesn't make sense. It's folly. It seems as though it's ridiculous, like we talked about last week with Naaman. He, he was angry. He, no, no. Uh, let me share with you my seven thoughts instead mm -hmm. of dunking in the Jordan seven times. It doesn't make sense. But Jesus is drawing up and he's drawing out. Uh, and he's drawing to himself, uh, you know, and he's absorbing all the sin for us, drawing us to him, taking the sin from us and to himself. And so he's removing our sin and he's loving us and he's, um, you know, he's extending his grace to us. And no, it doesn't make sense to the natural. Uh, that's why the world has all kinds of different counseling methods. Uh, but this one method, uh, this one step, just look, Mike, just look up in the cross, look up at the cross and see Jesus taking your punishment, taking my punishment, removing your sin, shame, all the wrongs you've ever done placed on the cross in Christ, in his body. That's why he took on a body, brother, a body that was prepared for him as it was written in the scroll. And, and, and so there he was hanging for us, brother, as our sin, with our sin, and then crushed and put to death with it. Brother, that is cause for celebration, and that is what affects the human heart. Well, now that you made me speechless with awe <laughs> and wonder, I mean, really, you, as you were describing there the cross where Jesus took my punishment, it just once again made me speechless and filled my mouth with praise at the same time. Mm -hmm. uh, that's the power of the cross, the power of dying love, the, the power of bleeding love. Um, you know, you said that it doesn't make sense to the world. First Corinthians 1.18 says, for the word of the cross or the message of the cross is foolishness mm -hmm. to those who are perishing. But it's the power of God to us who are being saved. The message of a stick is foolishness, looking at it naturally. But to a lost axe head, it is the power of God to draw it up to the stick. And Eric, as you described, it's this power of forgiveness, this mm. power of love, the power of pardon, the power of reconciliation, the power of sin being punished in the body of Jesus instead of me that draws us right to the cross just i mean draws us so close it's as if we are crucified with christ because he drew us right up there to him uh to the cross and indeed we have our past life has been put to death and we have risen with christ a new person uh, eric this is a miracle isn't it this is a miracle of god every bit as much as an iron axe head sunk into a murky water being drawn by a stick Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And that is the point, isn't it? 
that we were in deep darkness and yet we were drawn up and out. And like you said, our old man crucified and put to death and then raised to a new life, brother. This is what it means to be free. And like the ax said, can you imagine the excitement uh, when, when you see an iron uh, kind of stunned at first, I would suppose, uh, you know, an iron axe head floating on top, but then he's able to return it to its rightful owner. Brother, you and I have been returned <laughs> to our rightful owner. We're no longer under the mastery and slavery of the devil uh, or sin uh, or the world. Brother, we've been returned by the cross to our rightful owner. And look at Psalm eighteen sixteen. It says, he reached down from on high mm. and took hold of me. He drew me out of deep waters. Brother, mm. this is what the cross does. This is what Jesus has done for us on that tree, on that stick that we call the cross, where mm. he was lifted up. And uh, as you said, brother, I love the words you use. We received pardon. Um, and he received the punishment. We received pardon. And we died there with Christ and raised to a new life. And it's just uh, incredible. Uh, the love of Christ lifted up on the tree is, leaves us in awe and wonder. As you said earlier, I'm speechless. It mm. does. It leaves us uh, speechless with our jaws hanging down to the floor uh, that we would be freed uh, from the depth of our sin, brother. We all know how deep our sins are. We know uh, that we deserve punishment for our sin. We know that we deserve death for our sin. We know that, um, you know, we shouldn't be accepted into God's family due to our sin, but all of that is washed away at the cross. Mm. You are made clean and spotless, and you are adopted into God's family. And when we look at this cross, this is what we see. This is why we look at it, and that's why all of these stories are in God's word this way. Mm -hmm. So we can draw them out. And it's just uh, incredible, brother. Oh, it's, it's amazing. The power, the miraculous drawing power of the tree, the cross. And for a minute, Eric, I just want to look with you at uh, some false solutions. For instance, take the religious solution, the solution of, of needing to obey God's law. And so the law comes to this lost axe head and yells out down to it, get up out of there. Uh, you, you have no business being sunk in that river like that. Get up and start you know, acting like you should. Okay, there's no power. There's no drawing influence there. Stop viewing pornography. Stop overeating. You need to turn away from your lifestyle. Okay, there's no power. We know it. We know we need to do that. But there's just no drawing influence that you have at the cross or take 12 step groups. Listen here, Axed, here's your first step to do. Start <laughs> taking your steps out of that lake. Uh, again, there's just no power, no drawing influence. Are there, are there more brother? Are there more that, <laughs> that I haven't mentioned? Uh, there's all kinds, <laughs> millions of messages, aren't there? Like, like you said, there are all kinds of messages, uh, but they have, they're all equally powerless, uh, you know, because there's only one message uh, that has power. And the wonderful thing, too, uh, about the cross, look, the axe head in and of itself was incomplete, right? It can do nothing. It just sits there. Uh, it couldn't move, didn't have power. But it was the, the stick uh, that drew it up. 
and it had to be um, put back onto its handle. Uh, without the handle, without the stick, uh, you know, they're useless. But when that axe head was put back on the handle, when it was joined as one, just like we are joined as one at the cross, brother, we, we are joined uh, as one in spirit with Jesus rather than being joined to impurity, for example. Uh, you know, and so, yeah, there's no power in other methods because it's all from the outside in. As we talk about all the time, it's, it's from the outside in. It's from do this step and do that step. And that's going to wear you out and bring frustration and uh, never going to bring freedom. Yes, it doesn't bring freedom. It doesn't bring healing. It doesn't uh, lift you up out of your uh, muddy waters of sin. You think about that accent, it was lonely. It was <laughs> by itself. It was down there just yeah. sunk in the murkiness. Jordan is muddy. Jordan's known to be muddy. It's down there uh, sinking. It, it, it's in, stuck in the mud, so to speak. And, <laughs> and how often have we been, you know, with impurity, pornography, maybe with uh, overeating, we're just stuck in the mud, you know, and it's murky waters and we can't see the light and we're stuck and it's hopeless and we're trapped and all of these things. And yet, Listen to this passage in 1 Peter 2.24, talking about Jesus. He himself bore our sins in his body on the tree, hmm. that we might die to sin and live to righteousness. By his wounds, you have been healed. Not by your efforts, Eric, not by <laughs> your keeping of the law, but by his wounds. And so, brother, as you look at the cross and you see the wounds of Jesus, you should also see your healing. Mm. Uh, you should also see him bearing your sins in his own body. That's why he was unrecognizable as a human being, because he was covered with our sins. And being covered with our sins, what he was doing was healing us from our sin sickness. But it specifically says that he bore our sins on a tree. Uh, because it wants us to look back into the stories of the Bible and see all the times that a tree was used. For example, they came to some bitter waters at a place called Mara. And Eric, what'd they do? They threw the, the Ten Commandment law in there? No, they threw a tree <laughs> right in. And what happened? The, the bitter waters were made sweet. Uh, by that tree. I guess the tree must have drawn to itself all of the bitterness of the water and left the sweetness for them. But anytime you, you see a tree, just think about, you know, the cross, because that's what Peter's wanting us to do. He's wanting us to think about, you know, for example, when the five kings in the book of Joshua were hanging on a tree, you know, they were, they were uh, shown to be defeated foes because they were hung up on, on trees. And, you know, Joshua had put his feet on their necks. Well, when Jesus went to the tree of the cross, he defeated our greatest foe. As it were, he put his foot on the neck of Satan and defeated him on the tree. And here we see in Second Kings chapter 6, once again, the power of a tree, something that was cut down, uh, maybe in the prime of its life, so that it could draw this axe head up. And brother, I want you just a minute to talk to somebody who feels like they're stuck in the mud. Maybe they're, they feel like they're just, they can't get out. It's murky. It's muddy. 
they're all alone and there's no hope. They can't see the light. Hmm. What, what do we say to them? Wow. We would say to them, uh, brother or sister, uh, believe me when I say this, I have been there in that darkness, in that muddy water. And I thought, I literally thought that I was going to take all of my sin, all of my shame uh, to my grave in silence. And I know there's many that think that way, that if I say something to somebody, uh, you know, there's just no hope for me. If I say something to somebody, uh, they're going to judge me. Uh, you know, they're going to stone me. They're going to punish me. And, and, and that's the life I lived for such a long time. But there is hope only at the cross. I know people that have gone to recovery programs and spent upwards into $60,000 trying to become free, where they're looking at green lights and yellow lights and red lights and holding up stop signs. And brothers and sisters, that doesn't work. The only thing that works, the only step that you need to take is to look. You look at the cross and see that Jesus did, in fact, absorb in his body, in his flesh, all of your sin, all of your shame, all of your murky, muddy, dark, deep secrets and sin have been plowed on Jesus's back, have been nailed in his hands and feet. The crown of thorns and the curse that you have been born with and the sin that you uh, have committed pressed a crown of thorns representing the curse on his brow. And he bled from head to toe, as we mentioned, and he bled out of his side and bled out of his hands all because sin was being put to death in Christ on the cross. And, you know, I like to look at the cross as the tree of life. It is the both tree of life and the tree of death because Jesus's last breath, when you look there, it can become your first breath in the newness of life because you have died with Christ there on the cross. You've been buried in a tomb. Your old man, look in the tomb and see him lying there. And then watch as you raise with power to live a new life. You're free. You're free indeed. And there's no more murky waters, no more deep darkness, no more secrets, but just love poured out for you on the cross. Yeah, this is the love that Jesus came to extend to you and I. This is the grace. This is the mercy. And this is why God so loved the world. Put your name in there. Put your name in there. God so loved you, Kelly, or God so loved you, Larry, or whoever, that he sent Jesus to be lifted up on the cross so that you could be drawn out and loved and be given a new life. And so look at the cross with us, and we hope that looking at the cross today has affected your heart and changed your desires and given you a new life and a new heart and a new spirit. Because this is life. And this is what it means to believe in this one step, looking at the cross. Eric, I love doing these podcasts with you. I I absolutely love this. And I think we'll just keep going for the rest of the day. (laughs) We'll have to close for here. Thank you so much, brother, for your time today. You're welcome. This has been a podcast of Setting Captives Free. For more information or to enroll in free interactive courses on finding freedom, please go to settingcaptivesfree.com. Tune in next time for more truth 
that sets captives free.